It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple. Jake Sorensen, early break. Our final show before Christmas. We'll be back on Monday following today. How are you this fine Christmas Eve Eve? You're not I mean, quite as festive as me. No, no, nobody's <laughs> quite as festive as you. Uh, neither is Harrison. Have you worn that sweater? I before? believe I have worn it to this station before I think on you the have. show. Yeah. yeah Harrison walked by and said, Wow, nice sweatshirt, very festive, he said. Yeah. You. Laughed. <laughs> Two different responses. One very complimentary. Very festive. One very. You should. Did you wear that to Mannheim? No, I did not wear. I don't wear sweaters back to back days. No, I have not worn this this year at all now, until right on. now. Hold on, that brings up a po- topic. You can wear sweaters on back to back days because you wear a shirt under it. Yeah, Harrison, but still, yeah, cool. yeah. I have a shirt under this. Harrison said, "Yeah, you could. You could wear it." Four times a week. I, I feel like it's different when it's a nice sweater. Like Harrison will wear this, you know, sometimes the same sweatshirt. Yeah, that's that's different. That's like a, it's a, it? he goes to work on that that stuff. Is it it's different? Like his coat. That's like his coat. This is not my coat. I had a coat over there. Is it different though? Yeah. No. It is. No, like this. I typically you can't wear a, wear shirt a nice under. sweater several days in a row. You can wear the same sweatshirt. Yeah, I'm big on not. I'm big on like. There are rules here. Okay, well, anyway. All right, we have sports to talk about. Yes, if you are watching um, us, you can comment on my ugly, beautiful sweater on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You can call or text the show at 402-464-5685. The show is sponsored by Gain of Trucking. The Bobcat is back in Vegas and ready for another hour, he says, of snowflake and sip. All right. <laughs> I thought you were snowflake for a second. I thought, well, I always... Does, does it go back and forth? It goes for him? back and okay, forth. Okay, all right, okay. At least yeah. it goes back and yeah, forth. It does go back and forth. Hey, we got a nice Christmas gift last night from Nebraska basketball sip. They actually oh. won a game, yes. and they actually made three pointers in doing so. Yes. Fred Hoiberg told us the other day that he was Nebraska was going to pull players if they took bad shots, which he did, he did. follow up on that. They did pull players for a short span before they put him back in the game. Yes, but sip last night, Nebraska. They were down early, fourteen to eight to Kansas State, and, and there was a little panic set in, saying, "Oh, here we go again. Panic? Here we go." But they finished the, f- the first half strong, lead by 11, 45-34 at halftime, and then they pull away and win this game. They covered the spread, which was thirteen and a half by games time. Sip by they win by fourteen, Ooh, eighty-eight okay. to seventy-four, helped by. 15 for 29 on three-point field goals. How about that? Yeah, everything feels better when the ball goes in the hoop. How about that for leading off the show with a cliche? Yes, well, I'm down with it. But they, yeah, they they looked, okay. I watched a game in full. They did, they, it was interesting seeing Fred pulling guys, particularly this was in the first half, right? Yeah, first half. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, he was legitimately pulling guys right after a bad shot. You're out. Yeah, it happened a handful of times. Nebraska, um, 
I mean, they looked pretty good for most of this game. They did move the ball a lot of the time. I mean, come on. You you can't talk about this game without mentioning Alonzo Verge passing. He has 12 assists in the game, which is most by any Big Ten player in a game involving a Big Ten team this year. 12 assists for Alonzo Verge. And he, Jake, he made some incredible passes. I mean, he's really a baller when he wants – well, I mean, he's really an offensive baller. He plays on the offensive end really well and, and played really well last night. Now, this was a team we have to also establish, Jake, that Kennesaw State's one of the worst defensive teams in the country by by what you see in statistics. They're, yeah, they're they're dead, almost dead last in two-point field goal defense. Yeah. They're not they a good defense. They were team. 355th in two-point field goal defense coming into the game. Okay. Three they're they're in their 4-8. Out, out of 358. Yeah, they're 4 and 8. And I mentioned that because for context. I mean, you don't want to go overboard. I, I you don't want to go overboard on with praise of Nebraska. You knew at some point Nebraska's shots would fall. And they do look pretty good when their shots are falling. And most, any team does. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Now, I will say this, Jake. It was good to see those kids having fun. And they had fun last night. And that's like Trevor Lakes hit the shot. Yeah, but Trevor Lake's getting some yeah. time. Trevor Lakes hit the shot at the, bu- yes. the halftime buzzer and got some got some chest bumps and ran into the locker room, you know, and, you know, high five in the crowd. And those sorts of things are nice to see. They are. I want to see yeah. you want to see that for those kids who have who have endured their share of misery this year. I just like the fact that it was really spread all the way around. It was it wasn't like one guy had 30 points, the other guys had like 10 or less. I mean, here's here's your point, Sip. Kisei Tominaga leads the way with 18 points on efficiency. He was efficient. 7 to 12 overall, 4-7 on threes, you'll take that from Tominaga. Then Alonzo Verge, as you mentioned, Sip was not just good passing but also scoring, 16 points. 12 assists, did have seven turnovers, but still was 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 good. You know, it was a good game for Alonzo Verge uh, and seven rebounds. Bryce McGowan, who did foul out of this game, by the way, uh, for Nebraska, 11 points for him, 11 for Derek Walker, Wilcher had eight, Lakes had eight, six for, for Walker, and, and six for Kobe Webster. I mean, just that's good balance. They, they, yeah. they had good balance. Yeah, they moved the ball more. Well, that's probably why, right? They were going to get pulled if they didn't, which they did. Yeah. So I guess it takes getting threatened to get pulled out of the game for them to actually distribute the ball better and take better shots. Well, a lot of coaches just do that anyway. I mean, it's – I mean, Fred, I just thought he was – we talked about it yesterday. I, I said I just think he gives too many guys the green light. Like, it's like everybody has the green light. I don't I don't know how – Okay. I, I just don't think you can do On that. On that note, Wet Blank has got a great text here at four six four five six eight five. And again, it was a good shooting night for Nebraska, but they are typically been a bad shooting team. They were 15 for 29 last night in three-pointers. But this is what Wet Blanket says. He okay. says, Nebraska moved up. They're, num- they're now number 323 in the country in shooting threes. Right? Mm-hmm. They were 353, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that. So they moved up a lot. And Derek Walker shoots 78% from the floor. Yet they build their offense around three-point shooting. That's like Army running the air raid offense. How is this okay? Okay, Derek Walker, is, he is shooting 78.7% from the field. Yeah, 78%. He's 48 for 61. And last night, Sippy was four for five. One yeah, shot missed. He's and very three, efficient. And made all three free throws, too. Okay, so now I don't think... 
is was that wet blanket? You wet said? blanket. Yeah, wet blanket. I don't think you are suggesting you build your offense around Derek Walker. He's a six foot eight below the rim forward who who's who's really built his stats against. Uh, I mean, he's he's had games. Teams. Yeah, he's built. Yeah, he's had some good games against stronger teams too. But he's not the okay. Uh, wet blanket. I'm telling you, if if they play Ohio State. Well, they're going to play Ohio State on January 2nd. And if they say, okay, we're going inside to Derek Walker <laughs> and he's going to carry us to the win, it ain't going to work. I mean, he's not that type of scorer. He can contribute, but yeah. he cannot carry you. Right, exactly. He, I mean, he's going to get shots off the pick and roll. And he rolls to the basket well. And he is, hey, wet, wet. He's good around the basket. He was good around the basket again last night. He he looks to me like he's slimmed down, by the way. He's really, not that he was ever too big but he's really he's in great shape and he is having an excellent year but no he's not the kind of guy you can build your offense around um yeah last night i mean the story of the game was 15 to 29 from three point line um and nebraska played pretty oh by the way how many steals did they have nebraska had 10 steals, 10 steals compared yeah, to were, seven for Kansas state yeah they weren't always great defensively in nebraska but they were active with their hands and 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 Got a lot of, you know, they yeah. got 10 steals, turned that those into offense at times, 19 fast break points, uh, points off turnovers, 19. They turned they turned their defense into offense impressively. Now, the one thing, though, that Terrell Burden, uh, number one. He's a good player, yeah. wasn't he? 27 points, 10 of 14 shooting. Yeah, and he at times made the defense look silly by how easily he was getting to the rim. That's my only complaint. Nebraska generally so, so played pretty good. That defense. sounds like the story against NC State as well. They had the one guy that was consistently getting yep. to the rim, yep. and that's why they lost. Yeah, they they, they, they they couldn't stop him getting to the rim. Yeah, you can't do that. No, nope. I mean that's you gotta have an answer for fly that. This is Kennesaw State, right? Exactly. Like what's what's EJ Liddell gonna do to you from from Ohio State? Right. There's better and there's better guards in the Big Ten than Terrell Burton. Yeah. Oh, he's pretty good. Of, I know he's good, but but the Big Ten has a lot of great players. Yeah, he's a three star kid from from Georgia. Um, Terrell Burden at twenty seven, like you said, it just yeah. I don't. It, he he made a couple defenders look silly. Here's some uh, some audio from last night, at Fred Hoiberg post game. Um, he said, "Were the last few practices a wake up call for this team before?" Last night's game. Here's Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, I, well, I hope so. And it's just got to continue to carry over. Um, you know, the true test will be when we hit a rough patch, how are we going to handle it? And we're going to hit some rough patches, obviously, with our schedule uh, that's coming up here the rest of the way with, with 18 league games against really high-quality opponents. Uh, you know, we just got to continue to build and get better. I told them to enjoy it. Uh, this break with their families to get four days to recoup and recover, um, get their minds right, their bodies right, hopefully – with seeing the ball go through the basket, it'll give them some confidence and clear their headspace for when they get back. And we get back in the gym on the evening of the 27th. Um, but overall, just a, a really solid effort against a good team. I, I was really concerned with this team. It's always a concern, this getaway game, uh, before your players go home. Uh, are they thinking ahead? But I, I really thought, again, except for those first three or four minutes, we were really good tonight. Do you want to know a stat? Yeah. Kennesaw State has now lost 49 straight road games as a as a program. Ooh. Ooh. So the fear was, please, please do not let that streak right. end against you in Lincoln when you need this win to not go winless this month. Like, yeah. Please wait, wait, win this game. Yeah. And it, as he said, there's, the first six, seven minutes was concerning. Nebraska was losing. And he said, oh, please don't do this. Yeah. Don't. 
Yeah. Nebraska kicked into gear, though. And they, I mean, just by how easily they were getting their hands on on passes from Kennesaw State, they, it was clear who the more much more athletic team was. Um, I mean, Trevor Lakes was getting his hands on balls. Yeah, I mean, he did. Yeah, he did. He like John Havlicek. I mean, it's, <laughs> what's going on here? Um, so, so that, and, and then by the way, Verge Verge had had control of the game. Verge was getting about whatever he wanted. Um, he's really, you know what? I want the one thing I'd say. Really watch him. He's got one of the better ball fakes I've ever seen. He's really, really. He, I mean, his ball fakes and his fakes in general. They really, they really cause defenders problems. Verge well, is a good offensive player. Yeah, and I, I still think he can be, and he showed last night, he can be a good passer and decision maker. But here's, here's the question you have to ask now, is that we've seen in this stretch before last night of five straight losses that there was not always great decision making by him or players on the team besides him. You can't, you cannot, like, get fearful too early if you're down if you're down by five in the early going I think Nebraska forces it and that's why you see these bad shots mm-hmm. and you have to you know last night they they didn't panic they, they stayed in it and they knew this is a, a not a great team they could they could afford to be down early and still be fine mm-hmm. you can't always afford to be down early against the other teams but you also can't just give up 10 minutes in and start jacking up terrible shots right you got to still be smart and run an offense and they did last night because Fred was pulling guys yeah if they if they didn't that was a good move by Fred. That was a good coaching move. And they were locked in. I'll, I'll say that. This is a team that was ready to play. I know I know. you could say, well, they got off to a slow start. But no, they were ready. They, they played hard last night. So they're still playing hard. Fred's exactly right. They needed the ball, to see the ball go through the hoop. They needed something good to happen, and it did. Now this resets them, and you just got to see what it looks like going forward. You don't – I know you don't want to diminish this loss, but – there's a there's a fine line you're treading here. You don't want to diminish the loss. You also don't want to make too much of it, because Kennesaw is Kennesaw. Although, although I'm not, you know what I thought about. We always do this, and I do it. I do it too. We before the game we express concern that Kennesaw State could win, beat Nebraska. Yes. And then when so that means after the game you can't come back and say oh it's just Kennesaw State because then then you're completely talking out of both sides of your mouth. Um, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't in, enter entering the game say Kennesaw State could beat Nebraska. Then after the game, say, "Oh, there's no way Kennesaw State could beat anybody." Oh, they could have beaten Nebraska. They yeah. they definitely could have. And Nebraska didn't look good for a while, and they they finished the first half strong and were up by 11, and they played a good second half. And you know, this is the, this is the most complete game they played in a long time. Yeah, it looked. Yeah, they that's played what, a complete game. By the way, I thought the the ESPN announcers were excellent. Uh, I think it's, Robbie Hummel. Yeah, Robbie Hummel and Frank Neely. I think I might have got the Neely's first name wrong. I hope it's Frank. I'll check it out here right now. They were good. They're not on site. ESPN's doing that thing where they were, you know, they were somewhere else. Yeah, the um, site. Yeah, but Hummel, campus. Hummel is excellent, excellent. Uh, Kenton Lincoln says, "Why did Fred wait 13 games to eliminate poor shooting habits?" That's a question. Yep. Yeah, that's a question. A, Mark Neely was his name, by the way. Mark Neely. Mark Neely. Yeah, that's from Wet Blanket. Thank you, Wet. Um, yeah, I thought Neely and Hummel were good. Why did Fred do that? It's not his style to put restrictions on his shooters. That's the simple answer. It's not. It's not. Fred doesn't do. Fred doesn't want to do that. He wants a free flowing offense. A free flowing offense isn't pulling your guys after they take questionable shots. 
but he was he had to do it because his shots got so it wasn't working. Yeah, yeah, um, because the offense was stagnant and got they weren't moving the ball, um, and it was leading to poor shots. So that was one way he could resolve that. Yeah, just here, get the offense going. Here's here's Fred on the team shooting well last night. Oh, here we go. Uh, Hoiberg from post game on that. Yeah, it, it just it picks up your energy. It gets your defense set. Um, you know, I thought our turn we turned it over too much, but. They weren't like pick six turnovers like we had been doing. Um, we still need to clean that up. But, you know, 20 assists, that's a huge step in the right direction. Um, and your energy, it just it, it picks its human nature. It's the way this game has always been. It's the way it's always going to be. Your energy is always better defensively when the, when the ball goes through the basket and you're playing confident out there and you're playing with the swagger. It shouldn't be that way, but it's just how it works in this game a lot of times. Um, but a lot of good things happened tonight. I was proud of Trevor for going out there and giving us great minutes. Hit the big one before the half, which is a great momentum builder. And uh, I thought he gave us just really good, solid minutes. So everybody that stepped on the floor, I thought contributed tonight. You just needed that, like going into the halftime locker room with a good vibe. I wonder what the last time that's happened. It, it was the last time they won in November. South Dakota. Yeah. So that, that's what I mean. In November. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. That, they, that, might, they might have felt good against NC State going to halftime. Yeah. That game was right. You know, they had the lead at halftime. Okay, well, then they probably felt Let's good. go with that one. December 1st. December 1st, though, yeah. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, I felt good for them. Crowd was good. I mean, I thought – I mean, I, I was just viewing off TV, but the crowd was alive. People are still hanging in there with this team. And they gave them something last night. Give them something to cheer for. Huskers, yeah, play. Uh, they they take a break, as Fred said. Uh, and by Ohio State is the first game out of the break. They play that on January second. That's Sunday at seven p.m. here in Lincoln. Yeah, you saw the black and gold of Kennesaw State. Now, I would I was thinking if I were a player, I would want to go to a school that was either red, white, and blue. I like red, white, and blue teams like SMU. Who else is red, white, and blue? But the Patriots are red, white, and blue. Don't there like you go. them. Yeah, you, you like can't, that. You can't like, you like that. that. You can't or like that. Team. That black and gold's a cool combination. So you like you like Wichita State then? Yeah, black and gold. And like Marquette a little bit. Yeah, kind of. Is Marquette black and gold? I thought they were more blue and I gold. I guess yeah, blue and gold. But yeah. they, they have gold. Though. Wichita yeah, State is definitely gold. black and yeah, gold. Yeah, they're definitely black and yeah, gold. Yeah, Kansas State is black and gold, and it looked sharp. That's a sharp look. So that's what we're down to, talking about talking about. Uniform colors. Do you want to know a, 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 another scary thing from last night, not regarding Nebraska basketball, but also but regarding basketball? What's that, Jacob? UNO, Nebraska-Omaha, had lost 11 straight games before last night. You want to know who they beat? Who did they beat? They beat Western Illinois last night. <laughs> remember that team? <laughs> Do you remember that team, Sip? I, I'm not trying to bring down the positive vibe of this morning from Nebraska's win against Kansas State, but <laughs> Omaha snapped an 11-game losing skid last That's night bad. with a win over Western Illinois, who, as we remember, beat Nebraska by one to begin this basketball season. Yes, and it was an ominous. It turned out to be an ominous sign. Well, it was an ominous sign at the time, actually. And in, I was in the stands. Little, I was at the arena. And I said, "This is not good." Nope. So well, you you watched at home last night. Yes, you watched Mark Neely and Robbie Hummel. Yes, right. Okay. And it, that that first game against Western Illinois was so depressing. Not because they lost, but, be, but because they had played so well against Colorado in that exhibition game. And you thought, all right, okay, this right, is going to be a good team. Here's no, 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 no. There's things we have to learn. Okay, that what what we need to do better job of on our show 
is learning from our mistakes. Yeah. Well, don't and always learning do that. period. Why did we put why do we put so much into exhibitions? Why did we come out of the Colorado game saying, oh, look what they did against a, a Power 5 team? Well, because they did play a basketball no, game. No, no, but it doesn't matter. You think Colorado gave a, a damn about that game? We, that's a, I am telling you that's a lesson. Don't try to tell me that that's like a regular season game. I'm not don't going even to. try. But but they we we were fooled though because Nebraska we shot the ball well. We don't have to be fooled. They they shot the three ball because well. Colorado didn't play defense. It, it, here's they the still thing. made the threes though. Here's the thing. We have to quit doing this. Like pointing to an exhibition win as I don't think people do that. Oh, they do. Desperate people do. Well, Nebraska's desperate. It's a desperate fan base. They're six and seven right now. They've lost games but to teams was you shouldn't as lose to. A big to. piece of ammo that this was a this was going to be a an NCAA caliber Nebraska team. Well, because they beat a because they beat a mid range, a mid level Pac twelve team in an exhibition. Well, game. go back to that time frame. You had just had somebody out there in the name of Andy Katz put Nebraska as a ten seed <laughs> in the NCAA tournament, and then they go blast Colorado. Oh my gosh, we're good. We're back. That's why because you had hype followed by. A win in a game that didn't count, where you probably cared about it more than the other yeah. team, at early in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Morning on a Sunday. exhibition on a Sunday, and it was like we treated it like Nebraska beat, like Nebraska beat Kentucky. We sure did. Yeah. Well, we have to learn from this stuff. I mean, I'm, I don't think you could have seen them losing to Western Illinois following that game, though. No, they they looked pretty good in that game. I know it was exhibition. I mean, Colorado was not just out there standing; they were playing some defense. Like you, you could tell if a team is just out there moping around, and they weren't. Bobcat's chiming in. What's he saying? The Bobcat from in Vegas. I, he might be overseas, by the way, right now. Oh, okay. He's been in Europe. Um, aging gracefully, learning from your mistakes. <laughs> You've had 18 years to do that with football, and now you proclaim it for basketball. 18 years. 18 years. So he goes back to 2003. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got a point. We haven't learned – we don't learn much from our football mistakes. Going going back to uh, that exhibition game, Cleveland Mike chimes in. Okay. He says says this. This is not rocket science, guys. The football team was in the toilet, and the fans needed something to grab onto during Cleveland, that game. That's Cleveland. That is good perspective. And and Joe and Boulder. Yes, who would know because he lives Cleveland in that and area. Boulder. Yes, Cleveland and Boulder. Joe says Colorado is nine and three right now. Yeah, nine and three with a with a. They have a bad loss though. Uh, check it out. Do they have a loss to Western Illinois on their ledger. It's similar to that. Um, yeah, I I know Colorado's not terrible. Boulder Boulder in Colorado. Um, I wonder if Boulder in Colorado is a buff supporter. Are, are you? Can he be a a buff like a Creighton person? I think you can listen can you to be, this show and be a, a Colorado fan. Can you be a buff supporter and a Nebraska supporter? I'd say yes. I'm, I, because he's a loyal listener, I'm gonna I'm gonna grant him that. Do they have By a ter- the Do they have a terrible loss in their? I mean, they yeah. okay. They lost to Southern Illinois. That's yes. not a horrible loss. Oh, it's not. No. Okay. No. They beat Montana State. New Mexico is a good win for Colorado. It's a nice one. They have beaten. They lost to UCLA by twelve, who was a, a fifth ranked team at that time. They beat Stanford. Lost to Tennessee by fifteen. Yeah, I mean they're fine. 
Yeah, they're not bad. We'll see how they we'll see how they end up in the Pac-12. Right. I'd say middle of the pack. Well, you beat them. Yeah. But yeah. Let's we'll, we'll keep celebrating. <laughs> Nebraska fans are because we have to. <laughs> um. Okay. A couple things I wanted to mention here. Um, I should have had this on my phone. Well, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna delve. I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna steer away from this game. This conversation is starting to lag on Nebraska basketball. They beat Kennesaw State, who's four and eight. Uh, Nebraska basketball. To recap, beats Kennesaw State, eighty-eight seventy-four. Shoots fifty-two percent from the three-point line. Plays decent on defense, um, and there you go. Got a couple. Ohio State, January 2nd, up next. Yeah, a letter from Andy. This is pertaining um, the the players, the mass of players that are not participating in bowls. You saw yesterday that Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are considering, apparently, not playing in the granddaddy. I couldn't wait for you to see that. <laughs> not playing in the granddaddy of them all. I got plenty of support for my rant. I you do not read the positive emails, emails or, or whatever text. I lines. sure do. Um, apparently, you don't. You pick all the negative. No, I ones. read. I read the positive <laughs> ones plenty um, of times. What are you talking about? Um, this is from Andy. I received in my email. I heard you on the radio this morning talking to Jake about kids quitting on their teams. Thank you, Andy, for using the correct word. Quitting. <laughs> yeah. I, right. This is Andy. Andy. Um, I'm. I'm not going to read his last name for fear that he'll be attacked by a pack of millennials. Okay, just Andy. Okay, Andy Andy, blank. Andy will be attacked by a pack of millennials. Um, he would be attacked by a pack of millennials if I if if they knew his last name, but I'm not going to give it to to you. It's Andy. I heard you on the podcast this morning talking to Jake about kids quitting on their teams since those games are meaningless anyway. Put meaningless in quotes. <laughs> there's really not there's not there's really not much left to add to what you said. I agree with what you said and I'm actually glad you said it. In fact, thank you for saying it. I'm in my late 20s by the way, and I know there aren't many my age that view things your way. Hell, I might be the only one. I guess I was just raised differently. But with all the chaos and coaching changes, athletes have an ability to make impulsive decisions at will with hardly any consequence. The state of college football is now, I can't use the word, mm. um, it's depressing to say the least. Thank you for what you do. Now, see, there's a lot Thanks, of people. Andy. I heard a lot of people. I mean, not the people you read. Oh, well, there's plenty of those supporting yesterday. I read some of those. <laughs> but there's a lot. And they do. They generally will, will keep it to themselves for fear of being attacked. You can't, you can't, like Leach just got, I, I read the comments that Leach received. He just got attacked, mostly by young people. Um, but thank you, Andy. I appreciate that. And I thank you for listening, by the way. And there's a guy, uh, Jim, uh, on, on Twitter who listens to our show during his job. He keeps a radio stashed in his hard hat. Thank you, the, thank you, Jim, that, if you're listening. That's impressive. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Well He's done. a Harley rider. Jim, yeah. Jim, if you're listening right now, well done. Yeah. Well done. Thank you for listening to us. In my Twitter, I'll make sure, double check, go ahead and talk. Uh, DC Dale says, Jake, I love the sweater on the text (laughs) line. I do too. I I don't mind. Is that supposed to be an ugly sweater? Yeah. Is that what you wear with Elizabeth's ugly ugly sweater party? Yeah, I didn't go to one this year, though. I I don't know if that's ugly. I kind of like it. It's not. It's an ugly sweater. It's supposed to be an ugly sweater. It's not that bad, though. Come on. It's no, got, it's not that it's got a bad. Fake tie on it. I know it's kind of fun. <laughs> what else you got in the text line? Okay, from the text line four six four five six eight five. Yes, yes. Uh, Doc, Doc is here. Hello, Doc. 
T-O-C-K. Yep. He says, my take is if you're going to criticize the kids for quitting on their teams, and you have to get equal criticisms of the coaches that do it as well. Well, that Doc, you know what I always say. So the best you can do, Doc, oh, is, is two wrongs make a right. That's the best you can do. That's the best anybody could do. Because that's the only that's Doc, that's the only argument you got. That's it. Two wrongs make a right. Okay. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> I hear you. Yes. Um we don't need to go down this no, road again. No, by in other, in please, other, in, please steer this off. In other, did you watch a good movie last night? Or I did something? not. No. In other, in other news, before we get to break, uh, there there are some COVID problems in college football. Texas A and M cannot play in the Gator Bowl against Wake Forest, and so it looks like Rutgers or Illinois are going to try to play in that game at five and seven. Now they need to have an answer by Friday for Wake Forest to say, if, "Are we going to play this game or not?" We Why wouldn't to, Wake play? Wake wants to play. Yeah. But they need an answer, like to say, you know, are we going to plan our plan all of the stuff to get out there or not? Okay, that's why they're saying we need to know by like Friday sure. tomorrow, yeah, if we have an opponent or if we're not going to play. And you're saying they that opponent would be who? Rutgers or Illinois are the ones that you're hearing. Is they, that right? They're going to let five and seven teams play because all right, really. And in Brett Bielema tweeted out, "I'm ready for the phone call anytime." Is that right? And I, it sounded like Greg Schiano and Rutgers did not want to do it right away, but then I heard last night they might want to. So we'll see where that goes. I don't have any official word yet. Okay, that's good. On if Wake Forest has an opponent yet for the Gator Bowl. No surprise. They, but they want to play. No surprise at Bielema's game for that. Wake Forest wants to play. They're yeah. not getting on. They said, we want to play a team. We want to end the season with the bowl. Yeah. Get that money out Boy, of that and, and have one more game. COVID's, COVID's messing with sports again. Although Adam Silver said, we just got to live with this. Dang, now. I like that. Yeah. He, did, he said something right. Yeah. We can't eradicate it. We got to live with it. Yeah. So, wow. Way to go, Adam. We've been saying that for a year. Yeah. If only that's been said everywhere. Yeah. yeah. We, we better not go too far I'll into just this discussion. Keep it. I'll just keep it. Yeah. At that. Oh, <laughs> Harrison just gave Harrison, us the, it's the fine. Bill Callahan. I know what I'm doing here. It's fine. We have to pray. <laughs> I know what I'm doing here, says the man with the fake tie on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me straighten it out real quick. straight. looks good. Is it straight? Yeah. Did, 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 did Elizabeth tie the bow for yeah, you? Yeah, I better get the, <laughs> you do the knot over here. I have more next and early break in the ticket.